everyone. Welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. I said a little different that time. You did. I'm trying something new. <laughs> Ever evolving. <laughs> it was like Floral Couch Conversations. <laughs> Gotta play around with that inflection. <laughs> you know, switching it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's February. How... How is has your February gone? To be honest, my February has been a little rough. Yeah, in what way? Um, just the way of like being super busy, but also being trapped inside my house, and just being kind of anxious about life. Yeah, just like the unknowns. Yeah, yeah, um, but we're healthy, we're happy, well, we're trying to be, <laughs> yeah, we're figuring it out, we're alive, that's, that's how it is, yeah, how's your, how has your February been? It's been good, I also feel like it's been, like, really busy, that I would love to just, like, read for a week, and, like, not have any other responsibilities, but that is not um on the agenda but I also um similar to you feel like I am getting like such spring fever um like want to go outside more but it's like now it's like the muddy point but it's Mm -hmm. been so beautiful out (laughs) it has I went for a walk today and I was like oh the sun but uh, at least you don't have a dog to wipe off the mud this is true. every time you go on a walk and come back inside because that's what I have to do. <laughs> this is true, although um, our former neighbor's kids were over, so they were full of mud. Um, I don't know if it's better or worse than a dog, but <laughs> they could not resist the puddle jumping. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's better or worse because you can kind of control a kid maybe better. Yeah. He doesn't. They the kid doesn't just like run inside and put his tongue all over everything. (laughs) Although maybe he does. I don't have kids, so I don't (laughs) know. Yeah. Well, and I don't have a dog, so we cannot uh, say one way or the other. (laughs) And you will never have a dog. Probably not. (laughs) Most likely not. Most likely not. And if I do, it'll be. A mostly outdoor dog. (laughs) Sad. You have to let him inside. Give him like five beds. Or at least three. Is that how many Moose has? Uh, Moose has technically three dog beds. One, two of them we have stacked up. So it's technically one, I guess. Okay. Um. And then he also sometimes, well, since I have my office in our guest room where the guest bed is, he's been jumping up there and and laying there during the day. Oh. Which is a treat because for the longest time I said no dogs on couches or beds. And here we are. Here we are. It's hard when you're home all day. <laughs> he doesn't get to go in my bed. But... He has several several of his own beds, and sometimes he goes <laughs> on the couch. Let me. Um, I have a question. So you've gotten your wisdom teeth out before, right? Yes. I am getting mine out tomorrow. <gasps> Any advice? What? You are? Yeah. How did I not know about this? Um, well, I scheduled it literally like last week, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so how do you have to get them all out? I only have two. Okay. Um, and they're cutting them out, yes. Um, are, have this, have they been there, like, for a while? Yeah. I mean, they've obviously been there for your whole life, but, like, has your dentist been like, dude, you gotta get these out? Yes. Okay, <laughs> because I feel like I had mine out late compared to most people that I talked to, and I was 21. Yeah, I'm pretty late to the game. Um, well, at least you only have two. That'll make it easy. Are they on the top or the bottom? Bottom. 
Okay. Does that make it better or worse? <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's easier to get dry sockets when they're on the bottom. Oh. I feel like that makes sense, actually. But I just, like, thought of you because you would use, like, you had a rinse or something and you used my Deloitte <laughs> coffee yes. mug and it was in our bathroom forever. And every time I see that mug to this day, I'm like, oh, that's Emily's wisdom teeth mug. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so <laughs> cute. <laughs> Such a weird, like, memory, but that's what I think of. <laughs> yes, because, well, for anyone who doesn't know that may be listening to this I when I was 21 getting my wisdom teeth out Alyssa and I were living together and you have to do like a salt rinse um to make sure you don't get dry sockets which I did get dry sockets and had a hematoma I had like every single complication you can have from getting your wisdom teeth out and I had to go back to the oral surgeon like every other day for like two weeks and it was the worst But for some reason, I selected that mug of yours to use as my salt water rinsing mug. And you just let me use it like any good friend would. Uh, and now it forever is your wisdom teeth mug. So it has a whole new life. I love it. Well... So are you like going completely completely under? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's good. I remember when I woke up I felt sad drunk. Oh, that's the worst. Um and I like the story I always tell from my wisdom. Sorry, I'm like telling my whole wisdom. No, that's story, okay. But I asked. <laughs> um I was like really scared. Um, because I just, I'm, I get scared of, like, medical things and needles, and I, like, basically had a panic attack when I had to get a cavity filled, and he, they put Novocaine in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only laughing because you accidentally texted me when you meant to text your husband oh, yeah. about Novocaine. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, like, I'm 28 years old, and the dentist is like, good girl, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, whatever uh, it takes, I feel like they're probably used to it. Probably, um, but then he, like, I don't know, um, so anyway, when I got my wisdom teeth out, um, the I made my my dad was there and he was like gonna stay there until he had to bring me home and I asked my dad to come in with me so that he would like be there when they put me to sleep and so he comes back and I'm sitting there the guy's getting ready he's like telling me what's going on like tears are streaming down my face because I'm scared and the dentist guy was like or the oral surgeon guy was like, now, how old are you again? <laughs> and he said it, like, so condescending. And I was like, um, I'm 21. <laughs> um, and then he was also the worst, so. But anyway, I hope your experience is smooth and painless because mine is like the worst story I've ever heard like every other person who talks about their wisdom teeth um like I remember I had a friend who got their wisdom teeth out like two days later and they were like totally fine and like going to parties and stuff oh my gosh and I was like dying and couldn't eat solid foods for like three weeks oh my gosh I know I feel like everyone's story is so different yeah but I feel like most of them are like mild so yeah if you only only have two I think you'll be Gucci okay well I will hope for the best thank you for the advice slash I guess worst case scenario 
You're welcome. Um, don't eat don't eat oatmeal because I think that's how I got my dry sockets. Really? Interesting. Because I got like a little oat stuck in there. Oh. Okay, noted. <laughs> We're painting some great visuals. <laughs> Should we uh, move on to um, sprouting songs, a more fun topic? Yes. Let's bring this up to a more positive note. <laughs> Although getting your wisdom teeth out is positive. Like you need that to live. So yes. It's gonna be much is- more comfortable inside your mouth. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> they are starting to bother me. So yes. That's All what she said. Things. Excuse me. <laughs> be more comfortable inside your mouth. <laughs> I can't Gosh, believe Emily. I said I can't believe I said that. <laughs> Uh, do you need a minute or <laughs> no I'm good I got my songs ready to talk about <laughs> okay <laughs> um before we talk about songs can you update us on the parachute life oh my gosh yes okay so for anyone who doesn't know Alyssa and I love the band parachute um lead singer is will anderson who during covid has basically become a tiktok star (laughs) and so he creates all of these um tiktoks and he also puts them on instagram of like famous songs and kind of doing like a little parody of like what the band looked like when they were recording that song or like something funny that happened when they recorded that song originally um my describing is not doing it justice (laughs) so check him out will anderson on tiktok and instagram but anyway parachute the fate of the band was unsure because they announced that they were going to take a break for the year of 2020 they weren't going to be recording they weren't going to be touring which obviously they wouldn't have been touring anyways um, right. but they the last album they put out was in 2019 and then we saw them in concert like spring of 2019 and then they've kind of been chilling not doing anything since um, but I think all of the band members are married now and I think they all live in like separate places uh, is Johnny married now uh, I don't know for sure if he's married, but I know he has a significant like a other. Serious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, just a few days ago, Will announced that he started a new band slash duo with Caitlin Tarver, who they, Parachute actually toured with, like, several years ago, um, I think when we were in college, and mm-hmm. they, I saw... Caitlin Tarver like open for them um back when they were playing like the smaller-ish venues um but they have been friends since then I don't really listen I haven't really listened to a lot of Caitlin Tarver have you I have not no um I know she's good like I like her but I just have never like kept up with her music yeah, I need to look her up because I keep picturing in my head Kate Vogel, <clears throat> um, oh. which I know they're not the same person, but that's who, like, the image that keeps yes. popping up, so I need like, to do some more research. Kate Vogel also opened for Parachute at one point. Okay, so maybe that's the confusion, and they're both Kates, but... <laughs> yeah, so, like... I'm excited because any music from Will is great, but I also am kind of sad because when asked what that meant for Parachute, he was like, Will said, Parachute isn't dead, but like, it's just not really a thing right now. Like, we might, like, it might become a thing in the future, but not right now. Yeah. Which... Leaves me a little bit of hope, but yeah, it's definitely bittersweet, but also, like, understandable that they have, like, lives and such, but yeah, definitely sad to see, like, an era come to the end, but maybe it won't. Maybe they'll get right back at it in, like, a year. (laughs) Yeah. I also recently discovered, and I can't believe I, like, didn't know the extent of this, but 
I feel like now is the time for me to take this platform and discuss, even though you okay. you will not care. But Taylor Swift related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a theory that um okay, so Will Anderson, lead singer parachute, and Taylor Swift are friends. Yep. Um I don't think that they're like besties now. Obviously I obviously don't know anything for sure, but this is just like all fan fangirling situation. <laughs> um so Will Anderson and Taylor Swift reportedly went on a few dates back in the day. Um, but then like ultimately decided to be friends. Like if you Google Will Anderson, Taylor Swift, there's like paparazzi pictures of them together, like several. Yep. And um it's rumored that Taylor Swift wrote the song Begin Again on the Red album about Will because she was like just getting over a bad breakup and then she like um, went on a few dates with this guy who was like super amazing and like kind of um, showed her that like good guys are out there and it's okay it's okay to start again and like get back out there cute and I just think that's so amazing and my two favorite musical artist worlds colliding yeah and I can't believe I didn't know about that until like a couple months ago when I was deep diving into Taylor Swift fan theory (laughs) as you do um yeah I knew that they like had rumored to date but I didn't know she had like potentially written music about him that is kind of cool yeah um and that's my favorite Taylor Swift album anyway so so it was meant to be there was a reason (laughs) So <laughs> it all works out. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited. The back to uh, parachute slash Will Anderson. Um, I ordered a Let's Chill with Will sweatshirt. <laughs> yes, I'm a little jealous actually <laughs> because it's the cutest. Cheat. Well, first of all, I entered the Instagram contest. And I didn't win one. Um, so then. All of the proceeds are going to charity, like Second Harvest Heartland. So yeah, I was like, okay, I have to get this. It's a little cheetah mm-hmm. that says "Let's chill." <laughs> Very cute. So check you out. Should... I should what? Um, are they still for sale? You should post a picture of it on Instagram. Oh yes, I will. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Um, so Reeves is the new band and it's called Reeves because, uh, Parachute used to have like, it's like Will's best friend, Mikey Reeves. Yep. Um, and I think he was their tour manager at one point, like, or he had some kind of job with the Parachute band and because he was always with them and, um, he was friends with Caitlin and like that's how they met. That's like their connection. Aww. And so that's why they named their band Reeves. That's kind of cute. Yeah, I think it's cool. I like that. I'm excited to hear. I think I mean w- I mean the lead singer kind of makes a band. Not that I don't love like all the other band members like the saxophone and all that jazz and the drums, but um it. I know. <laughs> um but, like, Will's voice is what kind of makes Parachute, so I'm excited to kind of hear hear what they come up with. Me too. It comes out tonight. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow, so it'll be out when this episode releases. Yes. Check it out. Reeves on Spotify. I honestly don't remember what the song is called, but we will post it. <laughs> Perfect. What else have you been listening to? Any other song recommendations? Yes. So, speaking of Taylor Swift, once again, she (laughs) announced that, so she's re-recording all of her albums. Did you know about that? I did not. Why? What? For what purpose? Okay. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Um, 
Okay, so let me explain to you another like dramatic situation that's been unfolding. Oh wait, is that the Scooter Braun drama? Yes, exactly. So um basically like Taylor was signed to Big Machine Records and then um like so they owned all her music and then Scooter Braun bought Big Machine and so now he owns it and like I think there's like like there's got to be a lot of like bad things that happen because Taylor Swift is like not about it and if you're a true Swifty you don't stream any of Taylor Swift's old music because then you're basically like giving money to the people that she hates okay so sometimes I give in and and I'm not a true Swifty because I listen to the music on Spotify. But anyway. Okay, she... so she's re-recording her music. Yeah, so back <laughs> in November, like, something got lifted that said she could re-record her her old albums. So she's starting with Fearless, which is her second album. And she already released the re-recording of Love Story. And... That is my first song. Um, <laughs> is it the same? Yeah, so it's the same, the same lyrics. Like, it sounds like same, like, musical composition or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, like, slower or faster or any, like, different instruments. But it's just, like, I mean, it's, like, 15 years later now, so... Right, so you're, like, re-falling in love with it? Yeah, and, it like, the sound quality is so much better and her voice it's better and sounds a little different and like you can hear the all the different instruments um like a lot more clear uh so it just sounds really good so I'm really excited for the rest of the album to come out in April and then for all her other re-recordings okay it's gonna be Taylor Swift holidays like every well who knows who knows if she'll actually like re-release them within like months of each other I don't know how she's gonna do it but yeah interesting I feel like that's kind of a fun like nostalgic thing to like experience not that it it, like sucks that that happened to her but it's like a good way to like relive your favorites yeah and she's going to along with that she's going to release six songs that that she wanted to be on that album but that she couldn't because back then you were restricted to like what can fit on a CD mm-hmm. and um, like she was working with uh, like a record label that was calling the shots. So now yeah. she has like all this like creative control over what she's doing. And so she's just like, release it all. We have like 26 songs and they're, they're all coming to you. So very cool. Taylor Swift's all grown up. Doing yeah. your own thing. Doing your own thing, being a boss. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll go through my last two songs. Okay. Um, actually, it's three. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Taylor Swift, once again, um, Jake Scott, who um, is also one of my recent favorites. Not recent, like, in the last... I discovered him, like, two years ago because... Um, he sang our wedding song Tuesdays. Yep. And he recently did. A, he's one of those people who like releases a new song like every few weeks instead of just like releasing albums. He hmm. just comes out with new s- singles all the time. Um, and he recently uh, released a cover of All Too Well, which is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. And it's really good. <laughs> and then. Very cool. Dan and Shay has a new song called Glad You Exist, which is really good. And there's a whole new Pentatonix album that just came out a couple weeks ago. Interesting. I, so when I think of Pentatonix, I think of mostly, like, Christmas covers, but I forget mm-hmm. they do, like, all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, they they've been busy this year because... They released a whole new Christmas album, and then they also, in February, released, like, a regular album. And I think 
that some of them are original songs and some of them are covers. Okay. Good variety. Yes. So that's what I've been listening to. Yeah. What are your sprouting songs? <laughs> um, I only have a couple. Um, but the first one is called My Boy by LV Shane. I don't know if you've ever listened to it, but it's just like super adorable. It's like about a guy who like basically adopted his, I don't know, girlfriend or wife's son. And it talks about like, I wasn't there for his first steps, but I haven't missed the ball game yet. And like, basically how like, he's going to love him like his own, even though they're not blood. And it's just like very adorable. He's at the feels. It's super cute. It's country. It's, I don't know. It's, it's a super cute song and it's very catchy. Um, so check that out. And then the other one is, I, I remember listening to this this summer and then it was on a movie that I was watching today as I was babysitting. So um, it like came back into my head, but Boom by X Ambassadors. Have you listened to that song? Yes, I think okay. so. Also just like super catchy. Like it makes me want to dance and it's just like been in my head all day. <laughs> How does it go again? Um, well, no, it's not in my head. It's like boom, quit. No, that's not it. No, it's like, Boom, 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 make you want to zoom. Or, okay, boom, <laughs> X. Now I'm like, uh, I don't remember. It has been in my head all day, too. My feet go boom, 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 boom. My heart goes zoom, 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 zoom. No? It's not doing anything for you? Um, I'll have to listen to it. Okay. <laughs> Do that. Not that, but not, that. not that your rendition of it isn't amazing. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about quitting my job and, like, singing full-time, but I'll maybe put that on hold. Um, But, yeah, it's just catchy. It's fun. Yeah, I like it. Um, Should we move on to Wallflower Watches? Yes. Okay, what have you been watching? So, we started watching Modern Family because it's now on Hulu. Okay. Did I talk about that last time? I don't think I, I did. I don't think you did. Okay, because we finished Ugly Betty. Yep, you did talk about Ugly Betty. And now we're on to Modern Family. Because I've I've always wanted to binge that, but it's it wasn't available on... Netflix or Hulu, but now it's on Hulu. Aww. We're on the third season. I like that show. Um, have you watched all of it? I haven't watched it, like, no, from start to finish, but there used to be reruns on, like, every night, so I feel like I've watched, like, most of it by way of that. Um, like, that would be what I would turn on, like, randomly at night sometimes, but I have not watched it, like, start to finish. Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I had watched like the first couple, maybe first three seasons a long time ago. And then when it was on like season eight or nine, I watched it. Well, while we were living together, I would watch it sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen it like all the way through. So, gotcha. It's good. It's so cute. Yes. And it's funny. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm still keeping up with This Is Us, and um, I'm not caught up on American Idol, but I did watch the first episode. I still need to do that. I'm planning on binging the, I, you know, assuming there's only like two or three episodes, but this weekend, that is my plan. Did you see that Claudia Conway, aka Kellyanne Conway, and George, whatever his name is, daughter audition? Uh. No, I did not. But isn't Claudia Conway the one that, like, trolled her mom on Twitter? Yeah, she's been, like, she became, like, a TikTok star and is always talking about how she doesn't agree with her parents and, like, wants to be emancipated. Interesting. Um, Yeah, it's kind of messy and I'm not really sure what the story is there, but... 
Right. Um, obviously, it makes for good TV. So they had to put her on American Idol, and I will be honest, she was not a good singer in my opinion, but I think- Did she get through? They put her through just because of who she is. Yeah. Get some more viewers. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I'm excited to watch this weekend while I'm recovering. (laughs) Um, Any other shows you've been watching? Oh, um, yes. Oh, my gosh. Wait, I think I talked about this the last time. Um, name that tune. Have oh, we, yeah. Have we, did I talk about that? I can't remember if you talked about it or you told me in person about it. Okay, well, I'll just touch so, on it. Okay. Um, Sorry if this is a repeat. <laughs> So the other show that I've been watching is called Name That Tune, and it's on Hulu, and I I think it's on regular TV, but I don't know. It just shows up on my Hulu, <laughs> um, and it's Jane Krakowski is the host, and okay. um, Randy Jackson is also kind of a host, but he like just plays the piano, and yeah. they have two people on, and they play like little clips of songs. And, and it could be, like, any song, but it's mostly, like, popular songs over, like, the last decades. And then people have to name that tune. Okay. And so it starts out with two people. I don't think I talked about this. So I don't think you did, too. I think we talked about this in person. Yeah. So it starts out with two contestants, and they do, like, a mini game where they the band plays like a clip of the song and they have to buzz in and guess what it is. And then after that, they do this thing where you bid on, on a note. So you say, you basically bid how many notes of a song you need to guess it up to 10. So you oh. say like, I could guess that song in five notes. And then the other person yeah. is like, I could get that song in four notes. And then like, um, so whoever gets the guess gets four notes, and if they don't guess it right, then the other person gets to listen to all ten notes. But they also give you a clue, so sometimes you can figure out what the song is based on the clue. Okay. And then be like, I can guess that in one note. <laughs> um, and then the whoever wins that gets to, like, win a grand prize. Like, you go on to a third round where you have to, like, rapidly name these songs. Anyway, it's really fun to watch and to <laughs> see if you can guess the songs. I feel like I would be so good at it. I was going to say, didn't you say you knew, like, all of them? Yeah. Like, the first, like, episodes that you watched? Yeah, it depends. Like, sometimes there's harder ones, like, 70s songs and stuff. But I feel like for the most part, like, if I got lucky, I could do really well on that game yeah I've been looking up how to get on the show but they did casting back in like 2018 so I missed the boat um what are you watching this on so I can check it out it's on Hulu Hulu yep um any it's kind of awkward like I fast forward through through like the parts where they're just like talking about nothing yeah get to the good stuff (laughs) Yeah, it's very staged. <laughs> um, as any game show is. Right. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay, what have you been watching? Uh, I just have a couple, but... So I recently started watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, which, like, I watch a lot of the Real Housewives franchises, so, like, big whoop. But Salt Lake City is super interesting to me. Because a lot of the contestants aren't, like, they're all, like, obviously, like, super wealthy. And that's, like, a big theme of the show. And they, like, hang out and do all these, like, fancy things. But um, everyone on this show is, like, has some sort of tie to the Mormon church. Whether they were, like, excommunicated or converted to, converted to the Mormon church. And, like, or left the Mormon church but still feel guilt about it. And it's just, like, such a different aspect on, like, a reality TV show that I find it super interesting. <laughs> um that is interesting so like what have you learned about it 
Well, I just, they, like, a top, like, the one girl is um, divorced. She, like, got married young because that's what she was told to do. And she married, like, someone who had ties to um, Brigham Young and so, like, considered, like, Mormon royalty. So she's like, yeah, this is, like, striking gold. And they get divorced. And that's, like, not allowed in the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. And now she, like, struggles with guilt about, like, dating and, like, how to raise her daughters to, like, be strong, independent woman- women. But, like, also... Um, like all this like church guilt in the back of her mind about like don't drink don't swear don't play games like don't whatever don't do all these things but she still wants to do them and wants to empower her daughters to do them <laughs> like she talked about how it's her daughter has a boyfriend and she's like really supportive but typically in the Mormon church you don't let someone go to the prom with the same person twice in a row because it could lead to sex or something like that and I was like <laughs> what like even, right like, like just like even one time could lead to sex right like it's just like weird like not weird it's just like interesting because I don't know I feel like um I went to a catholic school and I feel like a lot of times when religion is pressed on you you have that guilt in your head but you also like rebel a little bit and I just think it's super interesting um the one girl that was excommunicated was excommunicated because she had an affair but has now been married for like 10 years to the person that she cheated on her husband with and he also cheated I think um the girl who converted to being a Mormon she owns a tequila company which is like not allowed but I don't know it's just super interesting how they balance like this super strict religion I feel like and like everyday life I would uh definitely recommend it's an interesting watch I've never watched any of the housewives shows I don't know that you would particularly like them, <laughs> except for maybe this one, because I feel like I I just remember trying to force you to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and you hated it um, in college. Yep. <laughs> Which, like, granted, that one is not my favorite, but um, I really like reality TV, but I feel like this one you might actually could potentially get into. But yeah, it's it's different than the rest, for sure. So check it out if you feel like watching uh, something mindless. Um, the only other thing I had to recommend before I have a question for you is I recently, we were wa- trying to find a movie to watch and we rented The Other Woman, which I feel like we watched together at our friend Jamie's townhome. Do you remember that? Um, remind me what happens in that. So it, it's got Leslie Mann and Cameron Diaz. And Leslie Mann is married to someone who is having an affair with Cameron Diaz and they find out and they like become friends and like sabotage him. It's kind of like John Tucker must die, but like grown up version. <laughs> like they like get revenge. I don't know. It was like a fun movie and I love Leslie Mann um, as an actress. I don't know anything about her like real life, but um, I was just, it was just very entertaining and like. She's like, married to Judd just- Apatow. Oh, really? Yeah, fun fact. I did not know that. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Did you, does that ring any bells? It does. Okay. Yes. It was just, yeah, if you're looking for like a funny, lighthearted uh, movie, that I would recommend it. I It was just kind of a reintroduced, I guess. Um, other than that, bachelor are you have you been watching that obviously yes I didn't (laughs) I find it kind of funny though that I didn't even include it in my um (laughs) little collection of tv shows I do have some movies though that I forgot to talk about oh go for it before we get before we get into bachelor okay let's end with the bachelor okay (laughs) so speaking of like a fun lighthearted movie um, have you heard of the movie What If? It has Daniel Radcliffe in it. No, I have not. Um, okay, I'd never heard of it either, but it was like a ra- <laughs> it was a random Amazon, like, oh, let's just watch this. Um, yeah, and it was really good. It's what's it? It also has um, what's his name? Adam Driver. Oh, I don't know if I can picture him. He's the Darth Vader. 
in like one, oh. one of the Star Wars movie recent Star Wars. That's movies. super helpful. Uh, he's also <laughs> um in in the show Girls. Um, I feel like I have watched that with you once. Um. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the premise? the premise is that this guy. I don't. It's I don't know. It's kind of dumb, but like it just like has like really unexpected parts and like unexpected like funny dialogue um it's like your basic romantic comedy plot um where like guy meets girl uh girl has a boyfriend but guy is like obsessed with the girl um but they she just wants to be friends so he's like fine let's just be friends but also there's like sexual tension for like the longest time (laughs) um and girl's boyfriend um ends up moving away so they have to be long distance and things happen <laughs> um yada yada real quick happy things happen real quick and <laughs> happy ending but super funny 10 out of 10 recommend okay that sounds cute i might it was it on amazon prime yeah okay i might have to check that out um another movie that i watched it is Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar? I like the title, but I've never heard of it. Uh, it's new. It's like a brand new movie that just came out last week, I think. Wait, um, what is it on? It's like you can just rent it on like oh. any movie platform. Like we rented it on Amazon. Okay. Um, it's a new Kristen Wiig movie. Like I think it was supposed oh. to be like a movie in theaters. But yeah. obviously, so it's from like the people who made Bridesmaids. Oh, I'm intrigued. Uh, um, and it's like I definitely recommend it. It was really good, but it was not what I expected at all. Like they set it up to be this, um, like classic Kristen Wiig movie. Like it's these two like ladies in their 40s from Nebraska who like decide to take a vacation to Florida together and like that's what you think the movie is about but then it starts yeah but then the movie starts and you're like ready for this like hilarious Kristen Wiig thing and the first few scenes which like kind of set up the premise of the movie are not what you would ex- not what I expect at all interesting I don't want to give anything no, I want else you away. To... <laughs> I kind of want a spoiler, but I will. I will resist. Um, but you you enjoyed it, yeah. Even with the unexpectedness. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, any Kristen Wiig movie is going to be hilarious, but it was just yeah. like I did not see this going this way. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, now I'm intrigued. Um, okay. Any. Back Other to- movies or okay, that was it. Back to The Bachelor. <laughs> okay, Matt James. <laughs> oh, Matt James. I am super excited for Women Tell All. I mean, I'm excited for it. I know it'll be entertaining, but I just feel like it's going to be rehashing like all the drama. I would. I just want to know what happens in the end. Yeah, I won't tell you. I read a spoiler, uh, and I really hope I'm not going to tell you what I hope. No. Actually, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not telling you. Okay, please don't. Um, <clears throat> I. I also feel like has there been this much like bullying, like and like pet. I mean, there's always like pettiness, but like the bullying and like the mean girl mess. Is it like worse this season? Or are we just like making it a focus this season because other stuff wasn't happening. I don't know. I think it was really tough when they brought in, like, the five girls late. Yeah, because there's, like, two clicks automatically kind yeah. of thing. I also, so, Nick Vial is my source of truth for all things Bachelor. <laughs> yep. And I've been listening to his podcast, and he says that – um like, he doesn't think that they're giving, like, the people enough time this season. Like, he thinks that they're, like, 
depriving them of time like they the cast members don't have enough time with the lead like they are getting way less time with the lead than usual I feel like I had to explain that like five times but no no I think you're probably right too because they kept trying to like add people that it like made it more complicated and he was like distracted that's how I feel like like Abigail kind of sent herself home and I really liked her but I don't think they had chemistry, but it was true. It's because he felt, like, comfortable, and then they never got a one-on-one. But, like, it does feel like there's still so – not anymore, but it felt for so long, like, there were so many people left that there's no way you could get that quality time, really. That's inter- That's an interesting perspective, I feel like. Yeah, and then I always feel like there's, like, a time where they cut it down, but I don't know if – if it really if it usually goes from eight people to four right like that's crazy right yeah like yes and I mean I think the fantasy suites will hopefully be telling of like where he's at because I also feel like I can't distinguish who he likes the most right now because he has the same kind of he has a similar relationship and like gets excited similarly about like everyone I feel like a little bit (laughs) yeah I would agree there's not I don't know it I feel like it's Rachel well see I don't even want to talk to you about it because you apparently know a spoiler I don't know for sure (laughs) um Is she the only one he said I love you to or like I'm falling in love with you to? Yes. Okay. And with all of the stuff that's going on like outside of the show right now, I feel like it's Rachel because of like just the things that have happened. The drama. Yeah. Um, do we want to touch on any of that outside drama or keep it lighthearted? I don't know. I feel like it's a lot to explain. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's not go there. Okay. Um, <laughs> we will have to do a full recap once it's over on our thoughts and etc. For sure. <laughs> once once we find out who the winner is and what their status is and all that good jazz. Yes. Okay. Um, any other wallflower watches before we go on to Poppy Pages? I'm good. Okay, Poppy Pages, what have you been reading? Um, if I, I haven't had a lot of time to read. Fair. Because um, my books are the same as they were. Okay. Well, one of them is, I still haven't finished Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Yeah, and, um, because you've been busy or because it got a little, like, hard to finish? I think a little of both. I just, like, haven't... Yeah had the desire to pick it back up I I think I took a break with that as well like I read something else in between finishing it so not that I didn't enjoy it but it just like didn't like wasn't a page turner necessarily yeah yeah I don't know if it's meant to be a page turner right that's the other yes agreed (laughs) um and then Uh, I did start a book called uh let me look at it actually oh this time next year by sophie cousins okay um and it's your classic um rom-com novel set in london during the winter (laughs) um guy meets girl but they also were born at the same hospital at the same time. Oh. And they, like, keep keep <laughs> running into each other in life. And that is the premise. Gotcha. I mean, it sounds, like, cute. You need to sprinkle those, like, fun reads in between other, like, heavier stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it's good. I'm reading it very slowly. But. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How about you? What's on your list? 
Um, I did finish the book I talked about last time. That's what she said that I'm reading with coworkers. And it's actually in a bag with some of your other books to return. So you can read it <gasps> oh, next. Nice. Um, I loved it. it. The ending did not disappoint. So I recommend that. Um, otherwise, I recently read Lie to Me by J.T. Ellison. Um, it was kind of like a missing person. It gave me like Gone Girl vibes a bit. And it was, like, super intriguing, and I, like, wanted to know what was happening. So it was definitely a page-turner, and I, like, it made me want to read something else that was, like, fast-paced. So right after that, I read, like, a CSI book, like, a CSI Las Vegas book based on the TV show. (laughs) Which was also really good, but you can tell it's, like, written in, like, probably the 90s or early 2000s because the technology was really out to date. But I don't know if this is a funny story, but... Um, at the end of the book or whatever, they find, like, the murder weapon in this, like, storage shed thing. And I had a dream the other night that as I was getting, like, put out to put get my wisdom teeth out, they wheeled me, like, down the block to this storage shed. And I was like, I need to stop reading before bed if I'm going to read this kind of stuff because yeah. I was like, something is wrong here. I should not be getting surgery in uh, a storage shed. <laughs> I was like, okay, no more reading dark stuff at night. <laughs> Um, but it was good. I've been kind of into like mystery type books recently, but I did just switch it up. And my last book rep- book recommendation, well, actually, I don't know if I recommend it yet. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how it ends because I'm currently reading, but it's called In Five Years. And basically in the first like couple chapters, this lady has her whole life planned out and then has this like very realistic dream where it actually like feels like she like so realistic that she like is supposed to have a totally different life and then she like runs into the person that she's supposed to have this life with like five years later and like is like what is my life supposed to turn out like and like compared to like her life plan um I don't know how it's gonna end so I'm intrigued and I want to know so far so good (laughs) but it's an interesting premise I feel like yes I can't say I loved that book is that yours that I, it is. I borrowed from you or Lauren? Okay. Yep, it's mine. I was like, okay. Um, yeah, I really liked reading it. It goes by super quick. Yeah, it's short. Um, when it was over, I was just kind of like, huh? But Okay, now I really want to know how it ends because I already am, like, disappointed by, like, what's happening. I don't know. It's just not like the fairy tale I was hoping for, you know, already. But we will see. And then I'll spoil it all (laughs) once I finish it. Okay. But yeah, it's really, it's a good book. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty short. Yeah, it's like 250 pages. I think I'm like 170, page like 175. So I'm close. You're almost there. Um, Almost there. And then I'll add it to your bag because I definitely thought that was Lauren. So good to know that it belongs to you we need to do another book exchange yes we do (laughs) any other books um not for me no okay me neither (laughs) or anyone else on this call (laughs) (laughs) um should we do some dear paddle peeves questions yes let's do it okay I have two from Am I the Asshole that I think were kind of interesting. So the first one is, am I the asshole for refusing any more communication with the girl who's not my daughter? Hmm. So years ago in my early 20s, I was contacted by my ex from high school telling me I had a daughter, Sarah, who was already six at the time. It was a pretty huge shock to me. I was still young and had no idea how to be a father to a young kid, but I met her anyways I know it was pretty dumb of me to just have taken my ex's word for it, but I genuinely thought Sarah was mine. I met Sarah a couple times a month for four months in order to get to know her. Even took her to Disneyland once. My brothers had known about her, but they were surprised when they found out I never asked for a paternity test. It didn't even occur to me until we had that talk. So right away, I told my ex I wanted a paternity test, and what do you know, kid wasn't mine. That's when she confessed she knew who the father was, but he died when Sarah was a few months old, and she just wanted her daughter to have a dad. 
I stopped having contact right after and told her to find another father figure for her daughter. Through the power of social media, Sarah, now 18, found me and initiated contact. At first, I had no idea who she was until she mentioned X's name. As it turned out, my ex never told her the truth, only that I had to go, whatever that means. But Sarah's been trying to find me, I guess, and wanted us to have contact. I didn't want to be the one to tell Sarah, so I said, speak with your mom about why I wasn't around. X finally told her, I guess, because Sarah messaged me again asking if we could meet. She said she knows I'm not her father, but I'm the only one she knows and would still like for us to have something between us. I told her it would be better if we didn't. Yes, I was in her life for a short period, but we are both strangers now. I have my own life with my own family, and she should focus on making her family with people she cares about. Sarah was clearly not happy with it. She sent me more messages and tried to video call me. I told her we won't be having more contact and blocked her. A few days ago, I find out she contacted my other family on Facebook, my sisters and one of my brothers. They heard her side of this and are saying I'm being too hard on the kid. My sister says she's, she may not be mine, but to her, I'm still the only father figure she had in her life. So why not continue being that for her? It feels so insane to me. I have a wife and a son. She's not my daughter. It's hard to see how not wanting any more contact between us is something bad. Am I the asshole? Oh my gosh. That's intense. Also, I feel like that poor kid, her mom is like lied to her so much. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's the asshole. Um, like, clearly he feels that it's like not the right decision. Right. For him and his life. And like, probably like, I don't like his his wife probably has some say in that. Like she's probably right. like influencing his like thoughts and choices. Um I guess I would like to know like how long that went on. Like was it like it was just like they saw each other a few times a month for a few months. It wasn't like years. It was like four months. So they saw each other, like, maybe 12 times. Yeah. But she was six, which Um, is hard, because it's not like... Yeah. It was probably impressionable on her, which is hard, but also that's not, like, really his fault. No, I don't think any of it's his fault. Right. And he shouldn't feel, like, guilty about that, because... Yeah, none of it was his fault right and except for the fact that he didn't ask for a paternity test (laughs) yeah beginning right but also shows like he's an upstanding guy just like stepping right in trying to do the right thing to some extent but yeah Mm -hmm. that was yeah it's kind of sad because like on one hand like that poor girl yeah like probably does have like those memories and has like been like had him in her mind for like the last 12 years but it's not his fault so right and him being in her life like isn't going to to, like heal her from any kind of like from like the stuff that she's gone through in her life you know yeah right she needs to work on that separately yeah agreed everyone on reddit well most people on reddit agree with you that he is not the asshole so okay good you are in good company thanks reddit (laughs) okay next one slash last one am i the asshole for telling my wife i decided um my wife and i have budget have a budget where we each get an equal amount of fun money i bought a lot of lotto ticket on occasion for my portion Well, long story short, it hit and I won a decent bit of money. After talking to my wife, we paid off our debts and socked enough away for our kids to have a decent start of life fund, thinking college paid for and down payment on their first house. I did the math, right? That's a decent amount of money. (laughs) I did the math. We can comfortably take out about 80% of household income indefinitely. 
I was thinking this is great. I can be a stay-at-home dad, pay the bills, and have some extra fun money, which the wife gets a cut of, with my wife still working. My wife was thinking the same thing, but only with me being the one working. Well, I told her since I bought the ticket, I get to decide that, and that didn't go over well. Am I the asshole? I don't think we can both retire as it would basically make our fun money and turn it into a retirement account. And being in the U.S., we would still need health insurance because it's super expensive. Um, we would basically be standing still little in terms of extras that make life. Was I the asshole for telling her I'm deciding it was my money to start? Uh, I don't know. There's so many, like, I don't know. There's so many different factors. Right. What would you do if your husband said, Um, I won the lottery, I'm quitting my job? I probably would want to keep, maybe I wouldn't want to keep working, like, in the capacity that I am right now, but... Um, yeah, I feel like I would want to do some type of compromise. Right. Where, like, we are both happy with what the outcome is. And, like, maybe that's each work part-time. Like, you're still going to want to, I feel like you're still, I'm well, maybe it's just me, but you're still going to want to have something to, like, get up and go to and, like, contribute to the world. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and I also feel like there's, like, more issues here because I feel like that would obviously be something you guys would talk about. <laughs> I feel like that's the biggest yeah. issue is that they both just assume they would quit their job. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It sounds like there's maybe some deeper um, issues here. Maybe some couples counseling is in order. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, do you want to know what Reddit said? They said, um, everyone is everyone is a selfish asshole. <laughs> um, some of the top comments were, if you invested it right, you could both probably quit your jobs in a few years. And then others, someone posted, which is interesting, that um, there's a statistic that lottery winners, like mostly, most of them find themselves like filing bankruptcy within five years because they pay off their car or they pay off everything and then quit their jobs and then do something rash. I've heard that too. Because like you've never had to manage that amount of money for like and make it last, mm-hmm. which is just, that's super interesting. It doesn't surprise me, but it's like also a sad reality. <laughs> but. Um, those were the I think I'm gonna go buy a lottery ticket that I had for us today. <laughs> Perfect. And then we'll work part time, keep working, but tell Scout he's also got to keep working. <laughs> he can work from home. Yeah, there you go. That's a compromise. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just pictured you in our living room in our apartment. Like trying to yes. do this video I this time. <laughs> with the light. The lights were off. Good I don't know. You were sitting on the floor dancing along to that. <laughs> yes, it's super good. Speaking of songs. Um... Okay, our last segment is we're going to shout out a blossoming business. Um, and this month is Latungi's Palette, which is a actual local... Um, baked goods uh company and actually she hand delivered my order because I wanted to try it um to my house which was awesome and we had tried um the peach cobbler which my sister said was really good and I think that's what she's known for and then we also tried the pecan cobbler which was delicious it was like pecan pie but like stepped up a little bit and um she's just like I think just like one lady running this business and she's actually in a few Kowalpies and different places around the Twin Cities um so everything is 
homemade and delicious and everything you could want in a dessert. So check her out. We will post her um, website in the show notes. You can see either where you can go Sounds grab delish. something or um, order it. And get I'll have it to see if she's at the Kowalski's by me. It was. <laughs> yeah, you Very should cool. check. I know she's in some in Minneapolis. I think there's a couple, but yeah. Yeah, she is known for her peach oh, cobbler. Peach brown. You don't like pears person, either, so. do you? But my sister enjoyed it. No pea fruits. <laughs> I don't. I'm kind of picky. Papaya? <laughs> I mean, you're no, you're not wrong, actually. I was going to say, I, I don't know if I've ever so, had yeah. papaya. Is that kind of like a mango? Oh. Eh, I'd probably be like meh about it. <laughs> well, on that note, any I final we, uh, words? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye.